0: Attention, Pokemon players, you are listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. On today's episode, Chuck wins a tournament and a draft. Jake gets points, and we can focus on the new season. Chuck, how are we doing, my friend?
1: I'm doing good. Doing good.
0: Um, making it
1: through uh, life a day at a time, as they say. Um, right. Yeah, the- it was a very roller coaster ride of a weekend for me. So mm-hmm. uh, um yeah, but getting there. As you as you experienced or as you explained, not ex- is the word I was looking for. Uh I, I won a cu- I won a tournament. Uh our local store did a win a box slash could be more like win case tournament, depends on how many people show up. But mm-hmm. uh ended up winning. So I won a box. So uh, I was super pumped about that. Uh used my my Radiant uh Radiant Charizard boss box Stables list.
0: Stablesard.
1: <laughs> yep. I was trying a couple of different cards out uh in it. Uh it worked on Friday at the the win a box and then didn't work on Saturday at the cup tournament which I'll let you talk more about on but that was a quick that was a quick 3 rounds for me uh partly because I went a box went late didn't get a lot of sleep uh, uh I my brain like did not recover <laughs> right so, um you can attest to that as you were watching my round 1 uh, one game um I literally had the out of body experience in that tournament of I don't know how to play this game right now. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, it was bad. Uh, but, um, then, uh, I ended up, uh, you know, winning the bet later. So,
0: woo. It yeah, Well, yeah, actually, you technically won it before <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> uh, as, as we had the watch party worlds there, uh, over at Steuben's shop, uh, for, uh, for the cup that we we're playing at, I believe is watch Watchtower games. Um, yeah, we got to play our tournament and have it there but it was the re-recording uh so obviously earlier in the day worlds uh finished um and even going before the finals day um in our draft obviously you win because uh you you had Torr on your team although he ultimately fell short, um, which we'll talk a little bit of worlds here in a second um he still uh got you the dub as far as uh our draft so now I owe you a punishment which uh, I owe you dinner. Uh, that's yeah. what's gonna be because we already kind of uh, said we weren't gonna do a deck punishment this time around uh just because you know um uh, we have a grind to do uh, this season there's there's
1: not there's truly not that many terrible cards, honestly. like they're all wrapped up in like Pokemon um right I mean everyone can anyone can play three Nimonas, but it just sound as time goes hop. so right I guess Barry. <laughs> Berry, three three, bear,
0: three berries, but someone's already beaten <laughs> exactly. us to that, so. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, um, you know, we're, I was there on Saturday with you uh, playing in the cup over at Watchtower, like I said. Um, I ended up going and switching my deck from Chen Pao to Turbo Lossard. I've been playing that deck for about a week and a half. Um, re- I kind of picked it up again um, after kind of taking a break. Um, the deck feels really good in the current meta. Um, So I ended up bringing that and ended up um, taking it home and winning uh, the cup, which would be my first cup win uh, in our semi-young, you know, professional Pokemon careers here. Um, So ended up getting 50 points, um, putting me at 80 at the season, which, you know, pretty decent start to the season. Obviously, we haven't had any regionals in the 2024 season, but really looking forward to making a huge push. Um, not only you know challenging myself as a player, um, you know challenging the team, uh, but just you know the 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 camaraderie and the and the decisions you know, pre game decisions. Um, like bringing Lost Box was because uh, you know my team, uh, Sports Car Junction, uh, you know leading up the last couple of weeks, uh, our our uh, one of our teammates Drew uh, was really on Lost Box and won a couple challenges here locally in Pittsburgh. Uh, so I picked it up, um, you know, play tested with him a little bit and it, you know, just is a testament to him, um, with some spicy text in there, instead of having the, um, the, the choice belt, uh, put the charm, uh, it was a charm or whatever the, uh, charm- yes. Um, uh, put that on there. Um, and it made it feel really, really good because it, it tanks, um, and a lot of different matchups where you definitely can't um otherwise. Uh so it gives you that extra turn to give sableye Eye, you know, some finishing damage and then spreading damage around. Uh so it was a it was a, a fun experience already just um, you know, with the team, uh, make coming to that decision and kind of uh going from there. So can't wait to do that all season um and really make a big push because um I really want to go to worlds this year and and not only just go but earn my spot there. It would mean a lot uh, just as a progression as a player for sure. Um and yeah, so that was basically my weekend. Uh, was just uh, playing the cup, and then did the community day, the Greninja day with uh my son. So that was fun. Got some cool Greninjas. Got a perfect one. Uh, so nice. uh, pretty happy there. Uh, other than that, just a lot of rest because, as you said, uh, Lost Box uh, is really good, especially in a tournament where you're playing some best of ones and then going to best of three. Um, I feel like in a regional setting, even I've done it before, it, it definitely drains you. Um, and you, you're kind of a testament to that, even though it was a different variant, um, you know, that day, too, uh, that you would be locked into. Um, sometimes you have that mental fatigue from the day before and you just can't recover. Uh, and then I definitely felt that towards the end of the tournament where I was like, um, "There, I know there's an obvious play here, but it's going to take me a second to figure it out. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I can
1: definitely attest to some mental fatigue with that when you're playing it. Uh, a lot at one like when you're putting a lot of games in at one time especially with uh close games and i mean the tournament aspects makes the game more intense because you want you're you're trying to get the the victory so like when you're testing you're like well i'll try it out this way see what happens you Mm. know kind of thing and if it doesn't work you go okay that didn't work but you're you're trying to find the best avenue every time in a in a tournament setting, and uh, yeah, sometimes the brain just leaves leaves you, and then you sit there staring at two cards and and you you don't even know what they do. So,
0: (laughs) or you're like, "Hmm, I can play two supporters, so I can Clara and then boss. It's all good.
1: (laughs) I'll Clara then boss at the end of the game, and I just uh, could completely forget the rules of Pokemon. Though, right,
0: exactly. Uh, But again, uh, you know, it was a great weekend. I want to give a big shout out to Steuben uh, again for running a great, great uh, event. Not only you know it was clean and every you know ruling that he that i seen uh, and and i made a big misplay where he ruled against me which i i i deserved it um uh but also getting pizza for everybody there uh, definitely kept us in there um and then also want to give a a shout out to his partner was um she was and she ended up getting second cuz she made finals against me uh playing her chen pao uh pakia uh bax caliber Kind of like a, a little bit of homebrew uh, version of that deck, uh, bringing it to finals. So um, she was able to make, in the two challenges so far that i played played um, with in, with cups. her, yeah, Cups, uh, made top eight, uh, then made uh, finals. So um, off to a great season for her as well. Yeah. I want to give a, a stupid another shout out. Just
1: great well-run Cup. Uh, high five on the pizza too, like uh just good job man
0: right um real quick before we go on to world's talk i just uh um whenever you're setting up a board game or a board state in in uh you know top top eight and even if the Tio's talking try to pay attention to the board state so what happened was my opponent we both set up i had a starter um he he mulligan so okay i put my die there i'm uh, listening to stew uh, talk about um, all you know everything that needs to be said uh, for going into top eight um, I pick up my mulligan uh, forget to put my prizes down <laughs> so immediately get a two a two prize penalty uh, and it, it, the game didn't start so it wasn't like I started without prizes or anything like that but uh, um, yeah ended up losing that one comes back in the next two and wins because it was against Mew thankfully Drapion put some work in and then the rest was history but um, definitely pay attention uh, to your board <laughs> state and not so much what's going on outside, even if it is the the head judge or T.O. or whatnot.
1: I would, yeah, I've been yelling at tu- Steuben and like, Hey, you distracted me. I, I did, did. And he's <laughs> like, Oh, I didn't
0: do it. Am I, 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 You're I was over just here. kidding when I said that, but uh, <laughs> it wasn't you really his fault.
1: Me. Like, I don't know what's going on. You took my prize. I did. I told
0: him problems. he distracted me. And that's why I didn't play the the price cards down in time. And I took the, you know, the, the, the thing out of sequence, but uh, it is what it is. I recovered. Um, I think, I, I think seemed Gazer to make... got a hold of him and tried yeah, to... Yeah, it was Gazer's fault. Uh, yeah, I believe <laughs> it it's definitely Gazer's fault. Come on, Gazer, be better. Uh, <laughs> all right, so it's time to jump over into a world's recap. Um, we'll, we'll briefly talk about our experience because I know we both had a ch- chance to watch some games. Um, but without going into too much detail of all of them, it was just a, a great time. Being able to see, um, you know, the greatest players in the world play these decks, um, and some of the decisions they make, um, you know, throughout uh, plays that you don't see. So, just highly suggest always like watching that kind of stuff because uh, it definitely helped me um, grow as a player. Watching some of these top guys make decisions that I wouldn't see, and then I apply that to my game, um, and then obviously see um, immediate dividends. So, um, no, it was great uh, to be able to watch that.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's always great to watch some really high competitive level Pokemon. So,
0: yeah. And um, then yeah. I want to give a big shout out to Vance Kelly for for winning. Um mm-hmm. not going to lie and I think I'm not alone in saying this, when we saw who was in the top 4 once it got to that point, um Vance versus Azul and then we had um, you know, um Tord versus, versus
1: Michael Premroy. Yeah,
0: Pr- in the other end. Uh, you, you know, you see these three juggernauts, which I would say a lot of people would argue all three of those players might be have a claim for best player, um, at, at any given point. Um, and then Van and Vance Kelly was almost kind of like a, uh, not necessarily a throwaway, uh, but nobody, uh, people like who, uh, but no, he he takes his all down and then takes uh, toward down. It was, um, an exhilarating and frustrating and like my heart was pounding at the end with the timer and where it ends up. Uh it was just it was crazy to see that the the end of that game. Um but yeah that that was again mu mu takes it home. Mew does mu things. Vance played it well. Um that box of disaster uh really coming in clutch. I think that wins him game one. And because he wins game one, he just uh you know that ultimately helped him win worlds. So <laughs> box of disaster for the win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh who I mean that that card really came.
1: Uh, whoever thought of it was like it was in the Miascarada builds uh, back before NAIC. Like that's where that that I I think that tech has come out, and then I think someone really saw the potential that card has in gar- like against Gardevoir, particularly. Right. So. Uh, I mean, it's a great addition in into a mu mu deck because most a you have plenty of targets to put that on, and two, most of the time if you're going down, you're going down with full health. Like you, most people are trying to one hit KO you. Like
0: correct. So
1: um, yeah, that's super interesting. Uh, great innovation there, and helps helps in the biggest match of, of the day for him. So.
0: <laughs> of the day of the year of, of his career. Um, yeah. So congratulations to Vance Kelly. It was well, well-deserved, uh, obviously, uh, to all, you know, the, you know, people that made, you know, top eight day two, uh, or, you know, just made it to worlds. Uh, it was, it was great, uh, to see all the different lists and, you know, all the heavy hitters were up there at one point or another. Um, I don't think anything necessarily shocked us too much as far as like the meta, um, it was just who took the day and it it definitely was Mew yeah
1: um I won't I won't say that I was shocked to see Mew there but I raised an eye let's say I raised an eyebrow I'm like really because uh, I just that's a disappointing eyebrow it wasn't a
0: I couldn't see this ever happening eyebrow (laughs)
1: No, that, that was an eyebrow, like, the collective Pokemon community tried to disrespect Mew for a tournament and just not think of it as all, like, so, like, the whole week coming up, we're talking about, like, Chen Pao, we're talking about Arceus decks. we're talking about Lost Box, and no one's talking about Mew, and that's when it, that's, that's where Mew succeeds, because when Mew isn't talked about, and Mew becomes the Third, the fourth deck on everyone's radar, or what they're like worried about seeing, and then the counters come out of the decks,
0: and then someone sure. decides, you know what? No one's thinking about it. I'm playing it. To and be it- honest, though, I think Spiritum is so overhyped as a Mew counter, uh, especially, and I, we've talked about this um having the Fusion Strike version. Alyssa Sparkle to a couple Genesecs there. You get going, you put a DT on a Mew, you're rolling still. Um, I think that it's so overhyped on how good Spiritomb is against uh, basic Vs, anyways. I mean, Genesec is the main target, but it has Fusion Strike energy. Like right now, it's really only for the most part what you're stopping uh, a Fleet Footed on a Raikou or you're stopping. um, the fish, uh, from doing his thing, but that's basically it. You're kind of slowing me down, but not really. Um, so I don't know, I don't know. it's not super unexpected.
1: I, I, I'm never been a huge fan of Spirit Tomb, uh, I still think Drapion's the better counter. Uh, I agree with I mean, you 100%. 100%. Yes, I will concede that you may uh give up two prizes, which cost me a game, but I still had it in my deck. Um, 100%. uh, but. You, what it does to Mew is effectively even more disruptive than what Spirit Tomb could do over over multiple turns. Because the moment you drop and take the Mew knockout, you've effect, You what you've done is you've a taken three prizes, and I think you have forced a you have imposed the Mew player's next turn of you have to a KO this Drapion, b Lost zone this Drapion and see maybe do it without a Max, which probably isn't the case so that's the one that's probably not the case so you've imposed a very a, a very big large broad set of restrictions on on new on MUVMAX's next turn that if it doesn't do any of them that it could just lose the next turn So unless you're knocking out that Drapion for a win,
0: you simply could just still lose if you don't meet all of those requirements. Right. I know, I agree. But again, Mew saw say people didn't respect it as much. Um, You know, it was a close match at the end there. I think it could have either gone or gone either way, especially where the time ended up in game three. Uh, But ultimately, Vance wins it uh, with Mew. Um, But yeah. Uh, it saw, uh, you know, some success there at the end. <laughs> at least we will know Mu can't win Worlds next year. Yeah. Well, it, uh, Mew VMAX can't win Worlds next year.
1: <laughs> yeah, Mew Max can't. I mean, hey,
0: out of two years it was
1: eligible, it only won one. So. Yes. I guess it deserves a little bit. It's been the Picarom
0: of the Sword and Shield era. I like, think it's I think it's surpassed Pikaram. Sorry um, all you Pikaram lovers i love love Pikaram more uh, as a deck but I think this is overall how, had more what? longevity. You well no I think his
1: Pikaram Rom stuck around until it rotated. Like and uh Mew, in gen- had- it was good when it came out and it stuck around until it was rotated and it was always good. Mew been great since it came out and it stuck around and is going to probably stick around until it rotates. So Correct. I put them on the same level uh, in in that – I think they both won Worlds, too. So I can't
0: remember. I don't know the facts if, if, if Picaram won or not. Maybe somebody uh, could Picaram let us...
1: might have missed its opportunities, to be honest
0: with you. so um, No, Picaram was before COVID.
1: Um, ADP... that's, the, that's the only thing is I think if it was in – I don't know if it was in the
0: one that would have won mm,
1: 2019. Maybe.
0: Uh, we're not the ones for, for history. So we're going to move on. Uh, You can tell us how wrong we were, but um, speaking of how wrong we were, let's go into our uh, predictions for worlds um, for 2023 season there um, and see where we're at. So um, we had a couple here and we said top meta share um, within day one slash day two um, before getting into top eight. Um, And Chuck, um, do you remember what we said? I had it written down, and now I can't find my notes. Yes, I, I have it here. We both were in, agree- in agreement that um, it was going to be Lost Box Garatina. Okay. And we were both um, completely wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the actual number one meta share of day one uh, was Lugia, um, where it was seeing 15% of the meta. Lost Box Garatina fell down to 3rd. Uh, with 13 so we weren't like super off but it was uh uh, not the number one deck it was definitely a popular deck for sure okay um all right so let's move on to the next one we both get a big minus there um and we had most disappointing deck uh do you remember what we both said there (laughs) i was really wrong Uh, um you said maridon yes and i said Gardevoir.
1: and i think um, i i think i was wrong on that actually uh
0: we were both yeah i mean maridon didn't see all the play uh, i know uh mahone uh got really really close to getting um getting in there with uh with maridon but ultimately fell short uh, but that uh that one went uh to Arceus uh garatina uh so arcatina uh, there was a pretty good uh, percentage played there, ten percent, um, and really didn't see much play towards the top of the tables. Uh, so Arceus uh, Garatina was definitely the the one uh, that fail uh, failed as far as having a pretty high meta share.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh,
0: overall, I mean, there was sprinklings of Lost Tina uh, towards the top two, but I think just overall, Garatina kind of failed uh, people for the most part.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's know. that's I the didn't... deck that uh, like it was very hyped. Uh Garatina Garatina Garatina. I was just, all I heard for like 2 weeks leading up was Garatina, but ultimately we both got it wrong. Yeah. All right, so then there was a wacky one in there and we both got this right. Uh Will um the birds the, the wings of union make top 32 uh and that would be a big uh big no. Big no. A big no and we were both correct. <laughs>
1: I did anyone even play it
0: not i mean i'm sure somebody played it uh nobody okay. note uh at least in the 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 scouring of the list that are or not scouring but the the loosely uh looking into the meta here um but yeah so moving on to the next one we only have a, cu- a couple more we said what would be the winning deck clearly we see that it was Mew. uh do you remember what you put down I don't have those notes, so uh, no. You said Arceus Garretina. <laughs> I was off. You were off. It it let you down, but I wasn't far behind because uh, I said Shen Pao would win. Uh, not even close. There was maybe a few scattered towards the top, but uh, just going there, the 13th was the highest placing um, Shen Pao deck that I see as far as Garretina. Uh, that was a Arc deck. I don't see it towards the top. I see some Lost Box. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. Um, I don't even see any in the top 30 um, where there's Arceus, Arceus uh, Garatina. Hmm. All right. So we, had, we both got that one wrong too. Uh, so no points for us here. Uh, and then Winning Player. Uh, we both got that wrong, unfortunately, again, as well. Um, I picked Andrew Hedrick, and you picked uh, Pedro Torres. Both um, did not win. Uh, Pedro did have a pretty good uh, standing, I think, uh, making it into the day two. Um, I don't even see Andrew up here. Um, I'm assuming he wins. I didn't see anything. I'm just guessing because of his points total, but I don't see him in the top 64. So, yeah. Um, Ultimately, we both got it wrong in uh, missing uh, with Vance Kelly again um, winning worlds this year.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, Pedro made day two, but did not have his best day on day two. So, okay. okay. Um, as for Andrew, I'm not sure where he finished actually.
0: Yeah, I didn't see anything on Twitter or anything that. I didn't see him on Stats. So, uh, unfortunately, I uh, didn't take the win for me. Um, but that was basically it for our predictions. We also did have. draft um we kind of alluded to that you won um you did win thanks to Tord. um toward making it to the finals it was kind of funny that both our first and second picks or we kind of stayed away from the top dogs we're trying to make it a little bit um you know fair to everybody else Um, andrew
1: andrew finished at 80th so he he did make day two too
0: okay okay uh didn't quite get as high as i you know i was hoping he would uh but still had a solid showing uh but like i said uh both are number three picks. Uh, it was—it's always between you know Tord or Azul. Uh, we both—we're hoping. I was hoping Azul would make it just for our bet uh, alone. Whereas like that literally made it. Like one of us wins <laughs> off of that. Uh, but Azul ended up losing to uh, Vance, and then you know that just means Chuck, you win. Uh, so congratulations there. Um, you off the snide, and you know you got a, a point on the scoreboard. You have not, you don't have a big uh, goose egg anymore. Uh, You win and you get some free food out of it. All right. I'll take that. I'm going
1: to take some dinner during Pittsburgh Regional, probably.
0: Dang. Yeah, that's true. I'll have to buy some food for you then.
1: Something. We'll we'll see. Whenever.
0: All right. But I think that's going to about do it for Worlds Recap. Obviously, there's so many great games. If you guys, um weren't able to watch it all obviously there's you know the the twitch vods there that you can re-watch them um and you know kind of you know get to see um you know all the great play from top eight and all the way back all the way into the first game of day one um everything uh, was great um a lot to learn um for the short term for you know going into the 2024 season um, you know, leading up into Pittsburgh. Even though Obsidian Flame will be legal, I'm sure a lot of those decks will still be relevant to watch.
1: Yeah, I think we only have one new archetype, really, to worry
0: about. Yeah, one or two cards splattering around other decks that potentially can change it a little bit. But overall, I don't think it's going to be a huge, um, uh, you know, impact uh, right away here with Obsidian Flames.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Maybe uh, we're
0: wrong uh, the ter- hey, the maybe we to Turn on its head, for sure. So before we get into next season, I think it's time to take a break and jump into the pit stop. It's, it's time for trivia, trivia, trivia. All right, into the pit stop, we got some
1: trivia, and I am gonna start. And I got a pack to open. I saved one pack. Um, it was actually my entry pack, so it's not from the box I won. So, but okay. I saved this. That's good I feel like it might be a good hit
0: okay hopefully I I'm for your okay. sake I hope it is and I'm still waiting for you to pull a chase card and try to get like a a tell from your from your facial reactions here no oh, we'll see so the trivia is obviously still gonna be yes my hit
1: and uh we see what we get out of this pack here and uh the okay um hmm We'll do this one. This is my hit. Yeah, we're going to do this one. Uh, The attack name is Techno Turbo.
0: Techno Turbo.
1: Obviously, the hint was uh, there's a free hint in that this was an obsidian's flame pack. So you know exactly what set it is. But I'll give you the usual as an too. Uh, techno turbo. Uh,
0: techno is... can. What type is it?
1: It is a lightning
0: type. Um, and yeah, you I said it's an attack, I right? Code
1: cards in this pack.
0: That's good. You you uh, so it's at a lightning type. Um, and it's an attack so far, Techno Turbo. I don't know any of them because none of them are super re- meta relevant, unless it's like what Tyranitar is technically there. But I don't think Is attack. Tech- um, what stage is it?
1: It is a basic Pokemon, basic lightning Pokemon with the attack Techno, Techno. Turbo.
0: Is it like the what's that one that uh uh Iono has in the game with that that uh, electric like belly bolt? Is it belly bolt? Is the that evolution line? Is the is the origin is the basic belly bolt on that? Because I know that's in this set. And that could be yeah, the mm.
1: basic for belly bolt is there is, the, belly bolt, is not the basic.
0: Well what the heck is the
1: and this would also have to be my hit. You
0: oh, know, that's your true. Your basic it,
1: belly bolt is going to be the...
0: What else is in that? I mean, Tarantar could be it. Uh, what else is in there?
1: Hmm.
0: I'm just going to say... You said it's a basic? Yep. Wait, There's a Maridon still. There's another Maridon in there, right? Yeah, I'm gonna say Maridon. If it's a hit, oh,
1: sir, you somehow a... pulled it out in the, the ninth inning.
0: What <laughs> it is a
1: Maridon EX that Let is let's my go. techno turbo. Uh, attach one patch. I don't even know what it energy. does. Yeah, it's attached a basic lightning energy card from your discard pile to one of your bench Pokemon for three lightning energy and you get 150 damage out of it. So, um not as good as Battle VIP Pass on but hey, it's
0: right No, you'll never, ever, ever play that one.
1: Yeah. I was debating because well, I
0: also got the Varoom. Uh, the
1: Room, Or is the, it Varoom? The Varoom uh, Secret That's a cooler looking room. card. But I figured you would never get
0: that attack. I didn't. I, honestly, it was a guess. Um, I, I wanted to think it was the belly bolt line, but you said basic, and then I almost picked t- Tyranitar just because it's been a basic and other things <laughs> <laughs> but i'm like wait a second this one isn't so i was like what else could it be? yeah i was like it had to be
1: that right so yeah I don't, there's not many lightning pokemon in obsidian plots
0: right so nah lucky i got lucky i didn't know it was that it was just complete guess um all right well <laughs> on to mine uh we're going to play guess that uh you know guess that pokemon this attack or ability belongs to and i mean hopefully uh I think you'll get this one um because you're pretty good at trivia, but it's, it's a, probably a little bit harder than uh Maridon. Uh so my Pokemon um attack is Cybolt. What size what? Psybolt. Cybolt? Yeah. Okay. Cybolt. Cybolt.
1: That's a psychic Pokemon. But that's like every different stage of Psychic Pokemon, I think. Um, ooh. And this can be from anywhere, because this isn't out of a pack, so... Hmm.
0: It is standard legal.
1: Yeah, but there's a lot of Psychic Pokemon that are standard legal. What stage is it? It's a basic. Basic. Basic with Cybolt. I was going to say, well, I wanted to say Corelia. I think one of them has Cybolt. It could be Sigh Shot. I don't think Ralts
0: does because you Ralts... have other lifelines.
1: I know. Just trying to think of other Pokemon. Right, um, all right, uh, what are my other lifelines? So I can guess the type. Type it
0: is, um, and you could guess what set it's from. Let me know or, what set it's from. It is from Base Set.
1: Base Set, Scarlet and Violet. All right, so there is a Ralts. There's also Spirit Tomb.
0: There's Mysterious. There's a lot of Psychopoke. I'm sorry, I lied. The, this is from Paldeo Evolve. Oh. My bad, my bad. I, I thought I read it differently on the bottom.
1: <laughs> now I don't know what's in of all when it comes to Psychic Pokemon. Let's see. Well, Maybe there's a clutch you other, Wait, You have other lifelines. I know. You. I, I think, all right, tell me what type it is. <laughs>
0: it is It is, is. colorless. This card is a colorless Pokemon.
1: Oh, I knew that was going to be the case.
0: <laughs> That's why I kept saying you have other lifelines. I'm trying to steer you away from the Psychic type as far as what it's printed all right, so psychic has Cybolt, but
1: it is a colorless Pokemon from Paldea. Involved. I don't know if there was an Indeed, is usually colorless. is there an Dino? What is that? Um. There's the tor. No, the Tauruses are typed now because Paldean ones are typed um there was maybe slackings but they're not psychic i'm going to i'm going to walk in i'm going to say indeedy i'm not sure
0: oh it's, it's giraffe ah oh. i was so wanting to say focus on the bolt cuz he's there's the psychic giraffe. electric It's the giraffe
1: the one i can't ever say its name right giraffe rig yeah Differer giraffe rig.
0: <laughs> uh I saw that one. I'm like, yes, that's perfect. I gotta go with it today. That was a good one. Very good. Very cool. All right. Well, no, that was a good trivia today. Um, it is time to jump into who would win. Your and turn. I'm not and I'm not gonna lie, I was uh inspired by you going a little bit out of the Pokemon world last week. Um and so I just want to preface this. Uh, remember that these, um, this Pokemon and other have no abilities. It's just straight fighting, right? Uh, so there is no typing or abilities. It's just fighting. Um, so the the Pokemon I have in the Pokemon world is Squirtle. And Squirtle is going up against, uh, we're going over to the Mario universe, and he's fighting against Koopa Troopa.
1: Huh. Squirtle versus the Koopa Troopa. Hmm. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Squirtle. I've never seen Koopa actually a Koopa Troopa succeed at anything. So no, there's that's not true. But okay, we'll keep going. <laughs> That is, I'm I'm picking Squirtle. He's got he's got a, a lot go. I mean, he's Squirtle. I don't know why why I even have to back that up. It's Squirtle. <laughs> uh, he's obviously got his shell. Uh, he can dish it out. He can tackle. I know that. Squirtle can fight. He's strong you got enough. it all wrong here, man. It, Koopa it, Troopas it, are the stormtroopers of, of
0: Mario World. They can't... Yeah, well, unlike stormtroopers, Koopa Troopa has taken Mario out several times. Uh, have you ever seen when Mario jumps on a Koopa Troopa and then accidentally like jumps on the side of it? It sl- slams against the wall, comes back, kills him. Uh, he doesn't get killed by Mario. He just gets player, stunned, dude. so he's going to go into a shell. <laughs> bounce off something and come back and hit Squirtle, knock him out. That's not a, an ability really because he can, any turtle can go in a shell. So he he's better at his shell game than Squirtle is. Uh so he's going to easily do the, uh take Squirtle out in a, a 1v1. Not only that, Koopa Troopa is just a better like go-kart racer. Uh he's faster, uh he knows how to handle things like that uh in in and Squirtle is very one-tracked. He's he's doesn't have any other abilities other than um, you know, all of the you know, the water cannons and stuff like that. He can't do that right now. Yeah, uh, no, it's just a one-on-one. Koopa no. troopa hits harder with the shells, a thicker shell, hits harder. He's gonna faster. he's gonna
1: t- he's gonna jump on the Koopa Troopa and then he's gonna hide him. in his shell and squirrel's gonna toss him off a cliff because that's how you get
0: <laughs> Koopa
1: Troopers. He's just gonna kick that boy off
0: a cliff, throw him in a river. He's just going down. No, because this Koopa Troopa will get the wings and then he'll just fly back and then smash him. <laughs> Plus he's playing in the Mario I, War. I forget, I forget the guy in the cloud. He can't have be any and all the Koopa troopers that Yes, want. he's any and all. He's he's the blue shelled one, he's the red shelled one, he's the green shelled one, he's the yellow shelled one. All right, well then Not halfway just, halfway, just halfway just... through this
1: fight, Squirrel's gonna war... evolve to a war turtle and just hit him with the water cannons over and over again. <laughs> No abilities
0: as he's flying in the air. <laughs> we are blasting off again. <laughs> no, but all seriousness, I think I think Koopa Troopa has like a really good shot at it. And you know, Koopa Troopa is my favorite uh, Mario Carter, Mario Tennis, Mario any game. Uh, I always pick Koopa, Koopa Troopa, so uh, I, I have a soft spot in my heart for him.
1: Oh,
0: he's he's gonna go down on this one. I'm <laughs> gonna pick Squirtle. Sticking with it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, okay. Well, with that being said and all the the trivia and and, and who'd win, uh, I think it's time to take a break and get a word from our sponsor.
1: The Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast is brought to you by Sports Car Junction. Located in the North Hills of Pittsburgh, Sports Car Junction is a one-stop shop for players and collectors with a wide variety of singles, supplies, packs, and boxes Available in-store and online at sportscarjunction.com. And don't forget to check out our weekly league, Thursdays at 6.30. Welcome back. Thanks again, Sports Car Junction, for being a great sponsor of the cast. Um, Yeah, that's all I got. It's time for the news.
0: So, Definitely, uh, is. There was some, some pretty good news there at the end of Worlds, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. We got... All the need, all the news we could kind of want. Um, we will. Let's go with where the next worlds will be first. Let's go with that because I think let's we go. have other uh, other things to talk. We have a lot to talk about on the other one. So we got the location for twenty twenty four. Uh, it, it is going to be in Honolulu, Hawaii. Um, coming next year. Um. This is like a fun slash somber-esque uh, announcement yes, on it. Uh, I think for a sure, lot yeah. of us are happy we, uh, uh, about Honolulu because it is a, you know, it's a nice place to want to visit and and the desirable location to go to. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, at the moment, uh, Hawaii um, is struggling a little bit, so... Yeah, uh,
0: uh, natural natural disasters really taking a toll. I think it was that lightning hit hit some trees, and you know the you know for wildfires and started yeah. getting into. It's it's horrible. Um, you know it, we send our hopes and prayers to the people of Hawaii uh, and all family members involved there. Uh, you know, that, obviously that's super horrible. Um, but right. yeah, I I yeah. am looking forward to going to Hawaii uh, next year. I'm making it my goal as a player to qualify. Um, I have never been to Hawaii, but uh, my family has um, definitely had a, a history there. Um, so I definitely want to go and check it out and be the not be the only one now that hasn't been there. Uh, <laughs> my parents, <laughs> uh, my grandparents, brother um, cousins all have had their turn uh, living there um, aside from me. Uh, so um, I would like to go and visit and and you know play some Pokemon uh, out there as well.
1: Yeah, 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 I would, uh, I would also be interested. I've always wanted to, to uh, head out there, um, and visit. Um, I had a couple, uh, friends that have visited, and ha- it's been, um, been a while, but it's a great time. So, um, I definitely would like to experience it. Uh, so I'm with you on that one. So I hope, uh, given some time. Uh, we will we'll hopefully get there. So,
0: yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, uh, we had other news um, in the closing ceremonies, and this one I think, um, you know, there's not a, a whole lot of news of it, but there's some speculation, and I want to get a little bit in that speculation. Yeah. So the
1: the the big drop. All right. So there was two new mechanics. Um, it, two new mechanics revealed. Um. So I'm I'm gonna push off your speculation just a little bit further. No, the first okay. one, the first one is uh, dealing with uh, something we've seen in Scarlet and Violet, uh, and we were wondering how. So this isn't like a huge shock. We were wondering how they were going to introduce it. It's the ancient and mm. the future um, keyword or mechanic labels, uh, and bringing out the paradox Pokemon and the and the. Uh, things like that. So we're gonna get cool ancient and future Pokemon, all the the crazy, you know, S things of Iron Bundle, Screamtail, Iron Valiant, Valiant.
0: The Dunsparce. I know it's not. I'm just messing with you. Uh
1: but yeah, yeah. So we're gonna get all of those uh essentially and we'll get obviously when they do keywords, they're gonna get probably cards that only interact with said said typings um
0: just like we got what uh rapid strike or uh single strike fusion strike um kind of like we ha- we've seen that kind of support uh, pop up uh, yeah. on those types before
1: the the only thing that is kind of funny is that they pointed out in the article someone had pointed out in the article especially on Poker Beach that is the great tusk and iron treads who is already out uh, there they don't have these keywords yet. Uh they don't they apparently aren't gonna be able to interact with them, but they are ancient and paradox Pokemon. So but hey, we'll see. Maybe that's maybe. fine.
0: I'm I'm not gonna get held up on that too much.
1: Yeah. Anyway, the other big mechanic revealed, which Jake really wants to speculate on, is that A Specs will be returning. To the game next year. Um, now these are they were first brought out in Boundaries Crossed in 2012, and uh, these are basically radiant Pokemon for anyone who doesn't really know. They're radiant Pokemon, they're like radiant Pokemon, so they're strong, uh, item cards though that you can only have one of in your deck, right? Um, the big, um, uh, I don't know. The the face of the A specs that we all know is com- like computer search, which is correct. Uh, discard your discard two cards and search your deck for a card. Basically cram matic without the coin flip.
0: Automatic. Or Pidgey so. uh Pidgey Pidgeot. Or well, our without the star, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Without the discard, so being able to draw two cards, obviously, um, you know, draw a card uh, for discarding two cards was a great effect. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to reprint, um, you know, what was you know printed in the past, or they're going to uh, have new ideas. Um, I'm kind of in favor of a little bit of both. Maybe I think they could definitely expand upon what they've done. Um, again, this is not now. This portion of it is not confirmed. Um, we know we're getting a specs, but we don't know what type we're getting. Um I've I've heard a lot of people chatter in the in the past that, oh, let's get like battle compressor back or versus seeker back. And I think those cards are kind of too powerful as a four of. Uh, but what if they did something like that and brought an uh, old card back that used to be a four of, like a versus seeker, but use it as an A-Spec? I think nobody would care at that point, right? Uh, having a, you know, a versus seeker back in the game or something to that effect um, where you can just have a one of powerful card. Uh, a card like that, I think would be pretty balanced if it was a limited. Um, so that that's, you know, that's kind of what's got me excited. Uh, the possibility of doing something like that, they can bring back old broken cards um, and kind of rein it back again because you can't just like infinite combo, right? Um, yeah. so that kind of thing, really exciting for me. Um, obviously we weren't in the format when, um, a specs were there. Um, but always we've seen it with the radiant Pokemon. Uh, we saw it with, uh, prism, uh, prism star cards. And when we first started playing, um, having one of um, to rely on, to do whatever your deck wants to do is kind of a fun little wrinkle, um, uh, to, to add to the game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely am on 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 board with you. Like you said, it, just some of them stronger items that we haven't seen like a versus seeker kind of S thing. If you bring it back as a as a spec, then then we get a little bit of nostalgia drip on it. Like even some of the older a specs themselves, like just reprinting them. I don't know. Masterball as an as an A-spec is just I, I think that's the best ball search you can like you really can't make a better bas- like a, a better a better master ball. Right?
0: I don't even know what exactly a master ball does. I know it, it just, didn't really see play back in the day.
1: Well it's just search your deck for a Pokemon. So any Pokemon you want. It's just hey sure. uh, it's I'm gonna go I got a master ball I'm gonna get whatever I want out of my deck and that's really what like that quote unquote like equals Master Ball. Um, I would say that's one that you could probably see get reprinted because it's kind of like a, it's a good generic one because if you're not running, if there's no reason for you to run any of the other A specs, you can always get a Pokemon. Like, so I could see that one getting reprinted. Uh, whether, you know, computer search comes back, maybe not. Like, because that's the way that we can search out items and then basically get computer search uh to get something else I don't know I yeah you know I don't know if that makes it back but I would like to
0: see some other cool stuff right um yeah so um excited to see what they bring um hope it's not just generic and there's like one maybe two uh cards that y- you must play and then the rest of the spec suck um because that would be kind of really unfortunate for just like you know deck crafting and, and such uh so I would like to see Many different viable reason or or options, not just one or two, maybe like five or six. You know, depending on the decade you're playing. Um, But yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, I know uh, Pokemon loves to re, um, not necessarily recycle, but kind of recycle uh, old ones. But if you put a little bit of a new spin on it, it you know it kind of makes it a whole brand new idea, right?
1: Yeah. Well, that's that, that's my only big gripe with the the big issue. If I'm gonna make my little spicy hot take at the moment, mm-hmm. like I I I'm excited for a specs. I like one of cards in general index. I think radiant stuff. Like I I feel like that kind of stuff should be in the generic rulebook, and they should print them all the time and right. make them a little bit more of a rare card. Like uh Greninja doesn't have to be super super like out there printed to oblivion but like everyone wants one or something like that i i but the pokemon likes to recycle everything so like these are things we've all seen before um in general when we've played the game like we ancient and and future is basically single strike rapid strike like or uh team plasma team flare or that kind of stuff they're just keywords that will hopefully um there's a fun way, like there's a fun thing to make them play a little differently, because that's what really excites me when it comes to Pokemon. Like the Lost Zone coming back, that was what the Lost Zone in general is. What in excites me playing Pokemon, why I've stuck with it, because it plays the game differently. Right, you have you have added things to do, or you're just your your way you go about things is different than. Let me go get a Pokemon. Let me evolve it and let me just hit for things or, or let me go get my future Pokemon. Let me hit for thing like the gameplay is different. And right. uh, that is where like I get true excitement and I want to see more different ways to play the game at once rather than just there's Lost Zone and then there's regular way like um, so that's my big gripe because there's not really anything new ways to play in this announcement Announcement. Unless there's something fun with ancient and paradox, like paradox. Right. What? Well,
0: what about also? I've heard you know potentially because a specs were item cards. What if? What if we had an a spec that was a trainer?
1: You mean like a supporter?
0: A supporter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. A supporter. I meant to say.
1: That. <laughs> uh, you never know. I mean, they were also uh tool cards, so they could be. Like a Pokemon tool, a spec, right? Um, because I think Life do Life do was an actual tool that you attached. I can't remember
0: one of them. I think attached. I but think anyway, it definitely yeah. Open it up to a lot of different options.
1: If they take, if they, if they just bring the a spec mechanic and apply it to any trainer card, that would be really cool. Like that would be, but again, it depends on how like how it makes you play. Like. I, I I am a fan of one of in decks like being able to maybe take a card that is a little overpowered and make a
0: deck really It makes, makes something it feel really important when you play that card.
1: Yeah, it makes something like it makes you have that moment of like you get that card and you're like, yes now the gas tank is full. Let's go. like mm-hmm. Let's put it in gear or like you've started the fire in the deck like you i do like one of of things like that in card games in general that are just a way like not way above but are above the curve enough that when you hit them they're powerful
0: correct now I'm, I'm looking forward to it um i i definitely feel that the meta game and the meta currently is um in a pretty good spot and i think it's still go you know progressing to get even better and more thought provoking in the, in a longer term game. So um, we're in a good spot. Um, the the next year of Pokemon seems to be in a really healthy area. Um, And I'm, again, I'm just really looking forward to making a push this year for worlds and just like pushing myself as a player uh, competitor um, and just, you know, enjoying the game with the mechanics that we have. Um, and it definitely seems to be in a, a great spot right now. 100%. All right. Well, I think it's time to jump out of the news. Um, and that's all we really out. got. Yeah, that's all we really that's got. I got mean, all the news. That's all we really need right now. Um, but um, going into um, you know the rest of this season or the start of the 2024 season, I want to do a new segment that we're going to do weekly. This may be something every given week. It might be different. Where you know, my it might be only like a five minute segment. It might be a twenty minute segment. It really just depends. Uh, it's a, It's kind of like a a living file Um, and that's just our uh, triple p's 2024 season uh, watch or update review Uh, so every week i want us to we're gonna we're going to uh, update where we are point wise every week we're gonna update what potential tournaments we're looking into and if we have uh, potential tournaments that week uh we're going to talk a little bit of where we think we are in the meta game what some of our top 2 to 3 choices for the a deck would be and some tech cards that we would need to potentially think about for um the rest of the meta um so Chuck do you want to start us off um on your yeah. take um you can you can start this off up
1: yeah so my inaugural run just to, I guess this will be a little bit more in depth than what I usually do but I have I have a schedule for the next 2 months. Basically, I have, I I mapped out I mapped out August and, and September. I still am yet, um, yet to
0: do that. I, <laughs> I'm behind.
1: Is that I'm I'm still yet to do that. I'm behind. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've mapped out August and September of what I wanted to do. So, I I have the looks of what is uh nine tournaments, no, eight tournaments total uh in 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 a 2 month span. One of being Steubens Cup, so seven left. Right, um, and I'm and I'm I'm only at ten points now total that I've gotten from one challenge, I believe. Right, so that is where I'm at currently. I'm hoping by the end of this two months, I've set myself a goal of having 200 points. It might be lofty, but one of these events is a regional, so I feel like that would be a big chunk, which is why I put I want to be at 200. So I basically have to right. get 190 more points. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with events coming up. Now, weekly, I actually don't have any events for the next week. I have a free charity tournament in, in Toledo I'm going to. Um, as for what I'm looking to play, uh, it depends. I kind of, I may run Sablezard back again, uh, because I want to, I've been, I've been basically toying with two cards in the deck and seeing how it helps me in the meta. So um and uh the I've been playing with a one of Irida and a and I put Mawile back in. Um Mawaw hasn't done me much, so I want to take it back out. Um it has niche uses where you can lock things up, but the lock has been easily been played around, so I right. haven't been able to do it. So but the irida is gonna stick. So I want to try and see if I can find another Pokemon that will do help. But that I might run that back and give it as a the the that as a test tournament. Or I'm also wanna to toy with I wanna me personally run Chen Pao at a tournament. So those are the two decks that I'm I'm looking
0: at. Yeah, Chen Pao is a really good deck. Um It's fast. It hits hard. It does. It has options to everything. Like we kind of said, it's pretty susceptible to path sometimes, uh, depending on how many bumps you have. Um, And obviously, if you, it feels like you need to always have at least a friggy backs or two friggy backs in play um, because the the threat of a gust and then just take out your acceleration is always there um, that can kind of just stop you. But if you, as long as you have those kind of two things set up. In um, those two spaces, um, you know, designated for your, your your acceleration, I feel like it's a really solid deck still.
1: Yeah, that's those are my two. One is the the comfort choice, really, like what I know. Um, but I also want to refine a little bit more. And then the other is something that I haven't. I mean, I've played it here and there, uh, but I want. That's where I want to like. Okay, let me get some serious reps with it.
0: Um, nice nice well i'm looking forward to your upweights uh update next week and and you know going forward to the season yeah all right so where i'm at right now in the 244 season um i'm currently at 80 points out of 600 Uh was able to take third place in three challenges um and then with this weekend's um cup uh was able to take first place so give me 50 points there so um at 80 currently. Um, for this week, I again, I'm. This is before any regionals. There's plenty of regionals that I'm, I'm anticipating going to. I'm trying to get as many locals out of the way as possible, so I don't have to worry about them. You know, towards the latter half of the season, that way I can really focus, focus on the the regionals and putting more. Um, you know, thought provoking decisions, um, with a little bit more time in between on making those decisions on the 60 that I may, may or may not be playing uh in the future. But for this week, um I do have two local tournaments that I am going to try to hit here in Pittsburgh. Um Friday night we have a challenge over at the vault. Uh so trying to, you know, get one more finish there. I have currently a three, uh trying to, you know, Get to that sixth finish area that way i can potentially start improving and just getting all those number ones um after I, you know i get the the six finishes there uh so hopefully i do well there um get a few more points and then um going into saturday the next day um playing or, or potentially playing at top deck another local store they have they're having a cup uh so hopefully going there with a few of the the teammates uh and hopefully making you know top eight for sure. And you know, obviously trying to work my way from the the you know the bracket that way. Um and if I you know I play solid, I know I can do it. I've, i just did it this weekend, so I just gotta keep up that momentum. Uh so hopefully by the end of this weekend, uh I'm at what 140 points, 145 points. That's uh the goal. Um, but as long as I like I I definitely want to try to be at least above 100 points by the time we talk next week
1: yeah yeah that's been my unfortunate like you can if you compare the two like weeks or whatever I, i've i scrubbed out at the cups i went to uh, uh,
0: i mean i scrubbed, you know, scrubbed out at a cup i with the cup I, i've only played two this season i scrubbed out on one um had a really bad start um and then um you know obviously winning that one so um we'll see uh yeah. Cups are not a gimme, for sure. There's a lot of good yeah. players here locally in Pittsburgh and Ohio. Um, so, um, yeah, it's 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 going to be um, definitely a fight to get to that 600-point uh, threshold, especially regionals and stuff. Like I said, I want to try to get as many locals out of the way as soon as possible so I can really focus on those regionals a little bit more. Um, but as far as this week, um, since Obsidian Flames, I don't believe this weekend is uh, legal. Um, I think I'm either going to go with Chen Pao um, or Turbo Lost Box again. Uh, both decks have been serving me pretty well uh, so far this season. I think they have a good meta uh, or at least a good matchup spread in the the current meta. Obviously, um, consistent inch consistency issues potentially on both decks, uh, but when they're up and running, they feel um, pretty invincible. Nice. Right. Um, but as far as is decks that we should be looking out for um, this week, I definitely think there's going to be a spike in Mew uh, play, just because obviously at one Worlds, it's solid. Um, so I do anticipate trying to have an answer uh, for Mew uh, and potentially Gardevoir, uh, seeing that Tor did well with it again, it might... Uh, I know we haven't. Gardevoir is not super popular locally in Pittsburgh, but it, that might be the push it needs uh, to see some more meta play here locally.
1: It is super pop. Well, I want to say super popular, but it is popular where I play uh, because the case in point at my tournament this weekend, uh, I went through four Gardevoirs. So that was it was Gardevoir after Gardevoir. So right, I do expect to see that myself. Uh, I do I do suspect a spike in Mew. Uh when you hear Mew wins worlds, everyone's gonna be like, Oh, it's good. Um I have everyone just you know, find your Drapion. Find like I mean I I, I say just find your Drapion. <laughs> Unless you play Gardevoir and you wanna try Spirit Tomb, like right. Any other deck, find Drapion. it'll work for you. Um yeah. So and then that'll help you with that one that one Mew that you are probably gonna play this weekend
0: yeah uh, I mean it, going into Ohio at the last cup like I said the a little bit of the meta game there um I only played against three different type of decks I was it was three mews I think it was three mews uh at least two mews uh a bunch of Palkia uh Chen Pao and Chen Pao palkia I mean they're, they're different decks because one's more focused on the other um uh, but you Know, I saw both those different variants, uh, and then arc piles. Uh, I saw uh, a few RCs, uh, Duralodons with uh, some other additional techs in there. Um, so those are decks that are very popular, um, uh, you know, at local areas. Uh, so always um, be prepared for all those kind of matchups, uh, when you know, creating your deck. Yep, all right, Chuck. So, I mean, that's kind of going to be about it there's one more little topic i wanted to talk about and i don't know um you know how thought-provoking it would be but um you know just something that i've noticed so far um in you know the first season of irl like grinding as far as locals uh cups versus challenges and the ease of acquiring max points i mean obviously if you're a good player and you go uh x1 you're going to probably expect to get some points um but I have still failed to hit, um, you know, uh, you know, undefeated at a challenge to get the top uh, score of fifteen. Um, but obviously, in the cup, I did. Um, do you feel that it's easier a to you know go you know four or five o uh, in a challenge versus having to go like potentially three one one to make it into. Uh, a top eight at a challenge and then you know take your luck from there in a best of three. Um as far as max points. Obviously if you're gonna go um X1 you're you're expecting some kind of points but um I feel it's almost more in your control uh to your to to the max out your, your CP in a cup because I feel like the best of three is just in general um where the better players all not always win but percentage-wise usually win uh within like challenges like if you have just one bad game a break or somebody just hits the nuts there goes your 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 opportunity for max points
1: yeah I so the the I think challenges are harder. Well they're they're harder to earn max points quickly. Challenge challenges is one of those things that I think is a testament of attempts, It's quantity over quality. Where that's fair. You hit it, uh, you hit it, and then it's a te- it's a you're rolling the like everyone who's playing is rolling the dice of whether they can go five zero, uh, and not uh, rick a game basically. Can I can I get out of this without you know cram passing um or stable eye passing or something silly like that because you most of the time they are best of ones and that thing those silly things can happen and if you drop a game it's really necessary like unless like people start tying and weird stuff like it usually comes down to like one person being undefeated at the end of the tournament um or a a couple people at the same record or maybe they taught they id at the game at the end just to take yeah that's not even
0: a guarantee because like yeah, yeah, you can go like what, the uh, 3141 one, or something like that and somebody tie you and then you just lose because of resistance.
1: Yeah, you don't can ever drop have to, to Yeah, if you play the last round out, like if you if you're the loser, you can drop to uh fifth place possibly and then be out of points like in general mm-hmm. depending on size. And
0: no, I've like seen that, that uh at, over at Sweden's Cup, you know, last month, uh there were um is not necessarily number 1, but um there was uh like six people um, well five people that were at three one and you know obviously two of them missed the top four for points
1: yeah so that that's the there's
0: a there's a level of
1: things that are like you said out of your control and challenges that um why it's lead why I think it leads to just that every store can run one a, a month so that's just like over a course of a year that's one store running 12. And you can have six wins, like, um, if you have more than one store in your area, that's double the chances. Like, it's just a sh- uh, It's a that is a quantity over, like, hit enough of them and, um, spike when you can, I guess. But cups mm-hmm. is there's a lot more in your control. So obviously, you are still playing most likely best of one throughout the day, but you can control your fate. Even if you lose one, you can tournaments large enough, make a top eight. And the top eight, when you when you have cuts and top eight, like cuts in general, they're essentially just like new tournaments. So like as long as you can get in that cut, one, you're guaranteed you've already made points. So um good job there. Like you've left with points, but then and then you enter the best of three environment and hopefully you can sneak victories, well, not sneak victories, but like play to all of your outside victories and get right. in best of threes. um, And learn, like, I don't know how the right word to say it, but you perform better in those matchups.
0: Right. I uh, mean, the best of threes are always, like I said, um, you know, leans towards the better player. Um, and those, decks that have maybe like tech cards um, are, are generally not going to break two games in a row or two out of three. It's usually, uh, you know, those decks that are meta are usually, if they break, it's going to be maybe one out of five or something to that effect.
1: Yeah. So once you make those top cuts, it it's a lot more in your control to maximize your point total. So you have a, li- a little bit of randomness getting there. Um, obviously, you can still brick in the Swiss rounds and things like that. But, um, you don't have to win every single game to then maximize your points. So the randomness is a little bit less. The things that are out of your controls are a lot less. Um, but randomness could still get you on the day, but you have more control of your fate. So that challenges are definitely harder to max out cups. Are still just hard in general, but, uh, easier i think to get points.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, and, and again, you're going to have to, you know, if you're going to make a push for worlds, you're going to have to um darn near max out on both uh or at least get placements in both and then also ob- obviously still at the the ICs and the regionals.
1: Yeah, you're going to you you need to have six finishes in both that are points. Obviously, they're the only ones that really count. But you need to get six point finishes in both Cups and challenges. Uh and they need to be high place finishes if you don't plan on attending a lot of regionals. And by a lot, I mean five or more. You know what I mean? Right, right, right.
0: We'll see. I mean, there's still a long season. Um, we'll we'll keep you guys up to date of how we're doing each week. Um, you know, as we do it, hopefully we get a little smoother in 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 where we're our mindset is every week. But um yeah, I think that's going to basically do it for us, Chuck. I think this is a pretty fun episode, you know, recapping worlds, um, all the fun middle of the stuff, and then just kind of where our mindset is in, uh, you know, in in this season so far.
1: Yeah, it was a cool, cool recap. And uh, we'll keep you updated as you go.
0: For sure. So I, I want to thank everybody for sticking to, with us till the end. Uh, and I will see you guys next week. but Thanks
1: again for listening to the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. Uh, if, as always, if you could do us and future listeners a favor and leave us a like, a rating, or a review on whatever your podcast platform of choice is, it goes a long way to helping out the
0: pot. Plus, Jake, where can you reach us directly? Yeah, you can get me at Penux one on Twitter, as well as Chuck at WatchWhimsy. You can also reach us on Twitter for the whole Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast at Pit PokePod. Thanks again, guys and gals. We
1: will see you all next time. See you later.